Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. Ladybug, my friend, is <laughs> how would you say miraculous? Wow, it's so good. And cat noir, right? Yeah, the other... it's a uh, miraculous ladybug tales of or mirac. It's I don't know. It's weird because it's the French. miraculous tales. Well, it's French Canadian. I mean, not French Canadian. It's French South Korean and in English. So. It's just like Miraculous Ladybug, Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, or I don't know. It's hmm. just, it's weird. It's got like 17 different names. So you enjoyed uh, season one? Yeah. What, uh, what do you, how do, would you compare the animation quality to like Troll, uh, Hunters? Troll Hunters? It looks the exact same. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, the main character in, uh, Ladybug, Ladybug. Mar- uh, Marinette <laughs> looks exactly like uh, I can't remember her name from Troll Hunters. Karen? No. Nope. Carrie? No. Nope. Her. Sophia? Nope. <laughs> I don't remember That's her the name. First. Why can't we remember her name? Chloe. Nope. Claire. Claire. There it is. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> looks like yeah, it looks exactly like Claire. Nice. So yeah, I like Very it. Very cool. It's a Very good cool. show. Reading some fanfics right now because you know the show doesn't come back on until May. Awesome, awesome. So, um, did you see that picture that I took of that giant Lego Batman symbol that I yeah. saw in uh, Texas last weekend? In Tejas. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, um, I was down there visiting the dude that does our voiceover stuff for our intro and outro jeff jeff marquis the amazing talent he doesn't doesn't like it when i say jeffrey apparently oh that's not his name his name is jefferson he's got a cool name like like jefferson yes exactly or the (laughs) um (laughs) so we actually uh got together to watch a bunch of movies and i took with me oscar nominated Zootopia and Oscar nominated Kubo and the Two Strings. I would have taken Moana, but it's not out yet. And we, he got to watch those for the first time and he liked them both. And I actually got him to rate them out of five stars. Oh, he only he uses stars? Well, he didn't. Uh, it was kind of on the fly. I was like, okay, what would you give it out of five? So um, I'll ask him and see what he would pick as a rating scale. So we so know. So what, what did he give uh, Topia? So, out of five, he gave Zootopia five stars. Yeah, and what about Coop? Nice. He gave that four and a half stars. So, okay. he really That's did. That's very respectable. Yeah, he, he really, um, he liked them both a lot. And uh, it was cool to watch both of those movies with somebody for the first time. That's always a neat thing, especially if it's a movie you love. You kind of want to gauge their reaction and, and see what they they liked and didn't like about it. We talked about Zootopia for hours after it. I mean, we just, we we both really because love that movie. Because it's a fantastic movie. It is a fantastic movie. But I'm so excited for Moana to come out because I'm dying to watch it again. Nice. Some great animation that came out last year. Well, ready to start it? Let's do it, man. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 31. Nice. My name is Josh. I'm Gavin. And we're here to take you down a slippery slope of animated goodness. <laughs> Yes, let's slide into that (laughs) animation pool. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It could be could be cool. Um, not a lot of news. Like really, not a lot of news. Um, 
I did see that they are uh, Warner Brothers is doing. They've slated a Nightwing movie mm-hmm. for you know the DC actual live action stuff. Right, I heard so, about I mean, that. So I mean, we've got a comic book character who was an animated character who played by Neil Patrick Harris. Who? I what? might add Nightwing. Really? He's played by Neil Patrick Harris in the Under the Red Hood. Oh, okay. Um, alongside Bruce Greenwood, who mm-hmm. plays Captain Pike in the new Star Trek stuff. Oh, right. As Batman. Nice. And Jensen Ackles. Oh my as gosh. As Red Hood. Are you serious? There was all kinds of a cast. <laughs> and John DiMaggio as the Joker. Wow, nerdtastic. Yes. Uh, didn't I hear that this movie is going to be directed by the same guy that directed the Lego Batman movie? That is the talks. Yes. Nice. So I'm hoping I'm like. So maybe it'll have some humor in it? It should, because, I mean, Nightwing is kind of funny. Really? Yeah. I'm not really he's, familiar with he's, that character Because he's all. Dick Grayson. He's the he's, first Robin. Who's the one that Liam's always talking about that's like the white version of Batman? Is that Nightwing? The white version of Batman? Yeah, he's got a, like a white costume. Oh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, he's... keep all these yeah, creatures of the a, night straight. He's a Marvel Oh, Oh, well, junkie. that makes sense. I guess that's why Liam would be talking about him. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just all these. Yeah, I'm not sure Liam knows any DCs. It's weird that we live in this world of like crazy superhero hype, and all of these characters. For a person like me, all of these characters keep coming out of the woodwork. Like they just keep. I hear a new comic book character name every day. It seems like, and it's like, oh, they've been around since the '70s. They've had, you know thousands of comics written about them and it's like i have never heard of these people ever before yeah i mean and that that's what happens because like you have batman who started first and then tony stark is a you know marvel's equivalent to batman super right. rich guy makes his own suit Neat does gadgets yeah um uh, like dr fate even dr fate was back in the jsa back in the 40s mm-hmm. i think they fought nazis um and then they it created dr strange off of him Okay. Because, I mean, so both people that is, use – except Dr. Fate, uh, Dr. Fate uses Egyptian stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. Dr. Strange uses more like – I don't know what he uses. Like I mystical don't things, right? Yeah, but it's his is more like – I don't know. Is it like Chinese or Hindi or something? I don't know. I've uh, never seen I it. I don't watch so. those. Uh, so is there a Marvel equivalent to Superman? Because I don't think there's re- a real like – kind of knockoff mm. or crossover of that right probably the hulk <laughs> the hulk really i would assume i mean can't beat him wolverine does the hulk have a kryptonite yeah bruce banner <laughs> <laughs> calmness but but it's it's one of those things where it's like they made him virtually it depends on you know what comic book run you mm. do but they made him virtually indestructible because even if he's bruce banner if someone points a gun, like if someone tries to shoot him, mm-hmm. the moment that the bullet would like pier- like hit his skin, he would turn into the Hulk and be fine. He can turn that fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I it's didn't... it's ridiculous. They Lou Ferrigno Thor took maybe. a little longer than it would take. Thor would maybe be. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't know. The Superman Captain have a America. Weapon, Captain America, except Captain America can't really fly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Captain you know. America may be able so, to fly. Marvel's like, who cares? So earlier this week, we had an interesting conversation about comic book heroes and how there's this major proliferation of huge blockbuster films for comic book superheroes. Mm-hmm. And I was lamenting the fact that there hasn't really ever been a true top-level feature animated studio create a film off of existing superhero characters i mean we had the incredibles we had big hero six but i mean that nobody knew who those people were until uh, that movie came out yeah i mean a couple of them joined the avengers at one point but everybody in marvel has basically been a part of the avengers just like the justice league everyone's been a part of the justice league Mm -hmm. so i just think it's an interesting question why haven't you know any of these major studios who have the licenses to some of these major characters which they're making money hand over fist in live action films with why none of them have ever tried to do a feature animated film well batman there there's a lot of the uh, i mean they do a lot of with warner they do a lot of you know kind of like straight to dvd right type stuff uh, they've kind of branched out a little bit like what they did with um the killing joke mm-hmm. where they put that on screen and most recently with Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. 
Um, but Marvel really hasn't branched into that. Marvel, I mean, they have a good amount of cartoons. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think if you're going to compare, like, DC and Marvel cartoon-wise, yeah. DC beats them hands down. So I thought of this after our conversation. The X-Men TV show from the 90s that mm-hmm. was mega popular. Did they ever spin that into a theatrical movie? And if they didn't, why didn't they? Why didn't they capitalize on that and do like a top-notch movie of that series? And I'll kind of go with like what I like what we discussed um, previously. Sure. What happens is when you're when you're a studio exec, I mean we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of put you know continuities and timelines and canons kind of push those off to the side. Okay. What the studio's looking at is they're not going to make something. I mean, so like they already have like a regular X Men, you know, with Jackman and oh the Stewart live action or movies, McAvoy, whichever one you want. They already have those live action movies. Mm-hmm. If they were to come out with something, and those make tons of money, if they were to come out with something animated, there is a connotation. I would like with the general public mm-hmm. that animation equals cartoons, and cartoons are for kids. Right. So you're not going to have a bunch of, you know, 20, 30 brochachos that are going to want to go see a cartoon because it's too kitty. So you feel like the core audience for a movie like Batman versus Superman or um, Captain America Civil War wouldn't see that if it was animated. Correct. Because they see it as childish. Mm-hmm. Got it. And that kind of makes sense to me um, on a certain level. But I mean, going back to that example of X Men, like that was clearly a cartoon on TV that was aimed at a younger audience um, and was super popular. And that came out, I believe it was all done before the live action X Men movies yeah, started, it was right? Yeah, well before, because that was so like it in seems the early like 90s. They had a window of opportunity there. This is the only real example that I've come up with that I could think of that. I feel like they they kind of missed an opportunity there, like when like either after that series ended or somewhere in the middle, like between seasons, they could have done a full on X Men animated movie, and it could have been amazing. I just I I'm just continually shocked that there's never been more opportunities for these characters to be in the world of feature animation. They're all over television series animation, and they're all over live action movies. But they've never really fully gone into the feature animation arena. And that's weird to me. Yeah, here, here's the problem with that. It's good in theory mm-hmm. that you you could say that you would want to do that. However, at the time, because it's the early 90s, the only any sort of comic book stuff that we really have, mm-hmm. we have like Spawn, we have... Um, we have the we have the, the yeah the those Batman's which were now considered campy. Christopher Reeves from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, Superman but I mean, movies. like going into the nineties, we didn't really have anything like that yeah. until Spider Man started coming out, and that was later because that's back in two thousand. The Tobey Maguire. The Tobey Maguires. So I mean, okay. you have those in like the Spider Man's and I like the Spider Man really kind of started jump starting everything. Mm-hmm. Then you have X Men that starts getting in there, and then nothing really popped until iron man came out which i think was 2005 no i don't remember it's been a while yeah i mean that's when it really started kicking off so unfortunately even though it was super popular just like the batman animated series now i will say that animated series batman did make theatrical runs like mask of the phantasm right that was one of their first like but was it like a special engagement kind of thing where it ran for like a couple it went weekends? Across, it went across the country. Well, I know, but was um, it a limited time frame? I don't know the time frame. Really? Okay. I just, I just know that they did make stuff. They put it yeah. out there and they let it do its thing. Who animated that? Do you know? I mean, It's still Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. See, I, it, it, again, I don't think that was something that was a huge success. And it probably is for reasons that you've stated. And that may be some of the reason behind why nobody else is trying it. And I think that's part of the reason. Plus it's like, why, why would you, why would you pay for a cartoon that you can watch on TV for free, but then have to go pay, you know, well, $10 a ticket for my money. What I'm arguing for here is 
high quality animation, which you don't get on television. You can have high quality for television, but it's not the same as what you see in a feature animated film. So unless it's anything from DreamWorks, because that looks the exact same. Well, now that stuff is kind of catching up, but no, it's not like the animation on Troll Hunters is nowhere close to the animation in How to Train Your Dragon. Not even close. Yeah, but I mean, but the How to Train Your Dragons looks similar to what they put on Cartoon Network. Like the you can watch the movie and then watch like Riders of Birth or oh, whatever it's called, yeah. and it looks the exact same. It looks similar. I mean, I think because you've got the same design that in a way your mind just kind of accepts some of the differences in uh, yeah, I can textural I quality, can lighting quality. I mean, there, there are some things that aren't fully realized like the movie, but, and, and that's what I'm saying. And I think it's interesting that a studio like Pixar said, okay, well, we don't own the rights to any comic book characters. Let's create our own superheroes and do Incredibles. And it was a huge hit. Well, it's, all, then, it's, it's also easier to create your own comic book characters than it is to try and get the rights Well, that's to true. That's true. And then with Megamind, that was another one that was a big hit that was superheroes, but, you know, unlicensed original characters. So now that Disney has Marvel Studios under its wing, do you think there's a chance that maybe they'll animate anything like in a feature, like one of these franchises that comes out of left field like guardians of the galaxy or something that is kind of standalone doesn't affect the greater uh marvel cinematic universe that can kind of be its own little thing do you think there's anything like that that they could do not be interesting not i don't not i don't think that marvel owns unless marvel decides to do like squirrel girl and make squirrel girl an animated thing (laughs) Um, that would be girl. don't worry about squirrel girl <laughs> that would be the only thing that I could think of is they, yeah. could, they could do something like that like what they did with Big Hero 6 because here, here's the problem with what they've done in the cinematic universe they've established everybody so if you were to bring everybody because I keep hearing about new characters well no 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 I, I, but, but I'm talking about like you, you said like bringing some people that they already have so the problem with using those characters is they're already established right. so you're, you would have to get you know, Tony like uh, Robert Downey Jr. to come voice Tony Stark. Like if if that's oh, what you, mean, if that's get, what you're going. No, that's for, not what I'm saying. I'm saying are there other but, characters yeah, but, I mean, but, but or like, stories? Like, what, Guardians in the Galaxy. Even I mean, you would have to get those people back. That's no, what, like, but I was I was just using that Squirrel as an example World? of a franchise that most people weren't aware of that kind of came out of left field and was a success. Is there another example like that? That they haven't used in the films. That's what I'm asking. I don't. I don't know Marvel enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's pretend they owned DC now. If they, they could, there be like a, a character. Titans. They could totally do a Teen Titans movie. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be dope. They could do a because uh, I mean in the, in the Teen DC? Titans is it Warner Brothers? It's Warner Brothers. Why don't they do a Teen Titans animated feature? Because again, well, like what I was saying earlier, they don't think that's gonna sell. They huh. they have to try and make money, and unfortunately. I don't think that's going to make a lot of money. Okay. So, uh, this yeah. is an with them, interesting it's, With thing. them, it's all about money. I, I'd be interested in hearing what our audience thinks about this topic. Um, it's something that it just kind of baffles me a little bit. All of your arguments make perfect sense, but in my mind, I still feel like, but no, animated films are the best. Why wouldn't people want to watch it? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's just all about the money, unfortunately. Well, speaking of animated films, maybe we should talk about our film of the night. Yeah, so we watched Castle in the Sky from yeah. Studio Ghibli. 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 Gobbly. <laughs> Goblins. Ghibli. It's uh, it's apparently a, an Italian word in origin, and in Italian, it's Ghibli. So but, I was right. But the Japanese pronounce it Ghibli. But it's Italian. Yes, but it's it's said and used as a separate name in Japan. So they call it Studio mm-hmm. Ghibli. They do. I read it on Wikipedia. Must be true. <laughs> Ver- okay, verified by true. the world. <laughs> so did you know that this is Studio Ghibli's very first animated feature film? I can see it. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. it does bear the marks of an early work for a studio, but... It had Miyazaki and Takahata, who had done tons and tons of animation work up to this point. So there's a lot of experience on it, but I think it does show, you know, that it is early in their canon. They basically, uh, Miyazaki did Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind in 84, 
and it was a huge success. And basically based on that success, they were able to get funding to found Studio Ghibli and go into the making of this movie, which came out in 86. 86, yeah. So this movie is already, what is that, 31 years old? Um, so it's pretty old. It's it's in the same year that, what did Disney do that year? Great Mouse Detective came out that year. And it's like three years before Little Mermaid. So I feel like it's pretty much animation-wise on par with those. And in some ways, especially in that last third, maybe even ahead of those movies as far as backgrounds and set design and things like that. Um, so I really love some of the art in this movie and i'm eh, about a lot there's that one scene when they're through the storm Mm -hmm. and you've got like the purple lightning and it's like just like the silhouettes of their face Mm -hmm. that was really cool that if you were to get draw that Mm -hmm. that would be dope just like their silhouettes that would be cool but you were talking about doing something else i'm not gonna say it because i think you should talk about that when we get to those guys um but uh i I um this is a long movie. Oh my gosh. And I had forgotten how long it was until I started uh, reading up on it uh, earlier today. Cuz so I started looking at two the clock and I was hours, like we're not even close here. 2 hours and 8 minutes. It's a long and and the thing that I feel like suffers uh, due to the length is the, at least the first half of it for me, the story and the pacing doesn't really go anywhere for me. Um, I feel like it's just a lot of, oh, they're after us, run. Oh, they're after us, run. Oh, they're after us, run. And that's kind of all the first half it is of it is. Once they get to Laputa, is that how they say it? Laputa? Laputa. Laputa. Um, then the movie gets really good. Like I really love that last third of the movie. Well, see, I here, think it's fantastic. Uh, he, he, here's the here's the thing. I liked the previous two parts. Yeah. From what you said. Okay. Like I liked the chase and everything. Okay. I thought that the ending, you know, when they got there, was like, okay, yeah, we know what's gonna happen. Blah blah <laughs> blah blah blah, and then it happened. And you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, I got it. But I liked I liked the getting there. I liked okay. the chase, and I liked the That's journey too. I will say when I was like watching this, it's very reminiscent of eighties anime. Like yeah. very reminiscent. Like well, your, it, it is eighties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, like not. It, it doesn't it has seem all the, like a all Ghibli. The earmarks of an eighties. Yeah, it doesn't got seem it. like a Ghibli. It's it's got like feels of Mobile Suit Gundam. It's got yeah. feels of Tenchi. It's got feels of DBZ. Like especially I, especially I the like, noises and everything that it made. Yeah. All the little like like the laser noises and explosions. Yeah. That's like straight out of DB. Like I mean, not DBZ. It's like straight out of like old school Gundam. Yeah, and I actually feel like a lot of the character action was inspired uh, by. Miyazaki's work on the loop on the third movie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. See I was a thinking loop on too. Yeah, there. Yeah, especially like when they're running and like some of the guys, because like one of the like the one of the brothers with the little mustache, yeah. the one who like goes to hit on uh, Sheeta. It's mm-hmm. like, bro. Um, <laughs> uh, he, I was like, he's like, he reminds me of Lupin. He yeah. does. He, yeah. yeah. And the, when they wear all those white suits mm-hmm. and everything, and they just like come up all dapper. Yep. yep. You know, it it is amazing though the the thing that has really been the core and the center of Ghibli's success is Hayao Miyazaki. His work on these films over the last 30 years is impressive as heck, man. I mean, on this movie, he created the original story, he wrote the entire screenplay, and he directed, and he was an animator on this movie. I mean, he did everything. I mean, he didn't do all of all of those things but like i mean he was basically the guy that was on top doing everything and i i find that hugely impressive i i i like the story and i like the journey that they go on but what i was saying earlier is i just feel like the first two-thirds of it for me it just gets a little redundant it feels like yeah i can see you know it's just kind of a chase movie until we get there and then when it's like the standoff and you know we get to see this amazing place that they're journeying toward the whole time. 
I just find that section a lot more impressive. Yeah, like, like what I was, uh, where I kind of got off on a tangent there when I was talking about like you know '80s anime. It feels like it could have been like a six-part little anime series of like if you if you were to cut it up into like 22 23 mm-hmm. minute segments yeah i can see where that would be a series yeah so you could have could this and you have this and you have it i liked like it a like two that. episode finale once they get to exactly the, the yeah Puda, and the, there was a really Maputa. weird hard cut at one point that i was like disney you probably should chop that up a bit you know when you re-release <laughs> that because it's just like stops the music stops for a heartbeat yeah. and then it just goes then it huh. changes scenes, and you're like, what oh. was What part was that? I don't um, remember. It's uh, – they're in the – like they're with the pirates. Mm-hmm. It does something weird because, like, it, it's, like, it does a cut, and then it's, like, silent, mm-hmm. and then they come through the clouds. Oh, I think it's, yeah. like, right when they ran away from Mark Hamill. Yeah, I remember that. So what's the deal with Studio Ghibli? And they always have some – woman character that you you aren't quite sure about that has like a big nose and weird proportions well like, we're all well why don't we like also just say one of them well here's the thing is... all okay 99 percent <laughs> of all ghibli characters look the same um yeah because okay. she looks a little bit like right. uh, what's her face Me- from house meaning from film to film that character in each film looks the yeah, same. Yeah, they they're, they're but not very everybody similar. in the cast looks. No, no, no. The same. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying like Karen, so like they, all the girl, the little girl characters, they all look like, the, like the, the, she's the little got the girl same look like Ponyo. As, yeah, and then but the but Sheeta has the same face as Kiki. And, yeah, and yeah. has the same haircut as and, Kiki too. They just like ripped what's her his up. name? Zuka Ju Juza Pose Pose Posca. I don't know. Pa- I don't know. <sighs> we just watched. Yeah, we just watched. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like a lot of the boy characters. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of agree he, with he that. He reminded me a bit of Ashikata. Yeah, I can see that. Except it was freaking James Vanderbeek. Yeah, horrible casting. He, he was, he was distracting. I agree. I, I didn't think his voice acting. Towards was that the great. end, towards the end, he got better. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But at the but beginning. Still, when he like, when he's doing some of the efforts and stuff where he's like wow or he's like oh god yeah, go yeah. back to the creek i hope you drown in it god it was awful dude <laughs> jeez yeah i mean i made yeah, a, I, I made i've a... never been a big fan of james vanderbeek but <sighs> yeah this in particular did not win me over he he was it's a rough journey with him i feel like everybody else did a pretty good job though like i thought um Mark Hamill did a great job. Mark Hamill Muska, was great. And, um, and she, Cloris well, Leachman was good. Anna Paquin confused me, though. Why? Because it didn't feel like she could decide if she wanted to do her accent or if she didn't want to do her accent. Where is she from? I don't know. Oh. Hold on. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could tell that she she's had from, an accent. She's but... a Canadian-born New Zealand act, uh, actress. Oh, so it was a bit of the New Zealand accent yeah, that was but going like, through. Yeah, but like, she, she would talk... Like, when we first meet her, she's, like, totally fine. And then, like, as the movie progresses, I don't know if she's like, okay, I'm tired of doing the, you know, regular non-accent. Because then she just kind of slips into it. And it's like, come on, man. Just so everybody knows, Josh isn't saying that having a New Zealand accent is not being fine. No, I don't know. Like, it's totally fine. If it's one of those, like, commit to your character. If your character is going to have an accent, no matter what it is, have yeah. that accent from the very beginning. You know, it's interesting because um, she's more or less just a regular actress, right? She's yeah. not a professional voice actress. So we've had occasion. That, that, that's why Mark Hamill was the best because he's, yeah, cause cause he's this is 1998 because he was already doing Batman. And yeah. he does a freaking Joker laugh in he's it too. He's like, <laughs> you're like, oh. Um, my point being, we've been fortunate enough to have conversations with some voice actors mm-hmm. over the last couple months. And we've kind of gotten to, to see behind the curtain of what that process looks like. And a lot of times you'll do some work on a character and then they'll call you back in, you know, months, months later, later sometimes because yeah. they've rewritten a scene or they've redone something. You know, this had already been written, but still they might have had to do it in chunks or they might have had to come back and re-record. And not being used to that kind of acting, 
she may it may have been a gap in there of several months I, and she I came back that. and didn't quite remember where she was when then, she was yeah. voicing it i don't know that's just a guess i mean i don't want to say that she's not professional and good well i mean I, I will say that i just think that voice acting is from what i gather is way trickier than yeah. most people think i think a lot of people joke around with voices and stuff and think oh, i could be a voice actor but it, it sounds like an incredibly difficult skill to master and yeah. do well i i would like to watch the original 89 Dub. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah. What is, why does that interest you? Mainly because of uh, Barbara Goodson. Uh-huh. Who's that? Uh, she is a pretty well-known actress in the nerd community. Okay. She plays uh, Rita Repulsa in the original Power Rangers. Okay. So it's is great. that a bad character? Yeah, she's a bad character. I wonder how I knew. Yeah, was it, was it the <laughs> Repulsa bit or the Rita? Um, but she uh, also plays... Uh, is she in the new movie? No, I don't oh, know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but she also played Nauta in mm. or Takun in uh, Fooly Cooly. Okay, who's a boy, and it's like her doing, you know, a boy voice would have been preferable to James Vanderbeek's voice. So you think she would do Judah or whatever? What is his freaking name? Do we figure it out? <laughs> uh, Pazu, Pazu, Patsu, Patsu. Patsu yeah, that's it right. It has a Z. I, don't I know, know, but it's that yeah. it's that kind of Italian pronunciation of the Z, Patsu. So yeah, I think she would have done a thousand times better. Huh. Interesting. I I wish I, I, I would love for them that... I would love for them to take her her right. audio and just replace it with the beak. You'd probably have to seek that out at a used vendor because I don't think it's currently in print with that original voice cast. Once Disney took yeah, over Disney the license. Probably uh, the distribution license. They probably took it and burned it. I don't know if they did that, but it's. I don't think it, it's, it's in Disney. Print. They seem like they would be vindictive. Well, like you that. should you should find it and see if it's uh, see if it's good. I'd probably have to torrent it, and I don't like doing that. I don't All like right. doing illegal stuff. Yeah, I'm a good boy. You're no pirate. I'm a good boy. Gar. Speaking of pirates, so these are the most lovable pirates. They are pretty lovable pirates. I. It's funny because watching Japanese anything really you. You see that they have a different worldview. I mean, obviously, they live on the other side of the world. They've had a different historical experience and cultural experience. And even when they do things like set in medieval times or, you know, I've seen Japanese takes on the Wild West. And it's all just a little bit of a different take than we have here in America. Yeah. And this is especially true in this case with these air pirates and, you know, yeah, they're kind of just a super lovable gang of, you know, people out yeah. there just doing their thing in the clouds. And at the end, when they reveal all their stolen like, goods, hey, what, guys? I thought that was great because I even commented to you. I was like, it's kind of ironic that it's the army that's stealing all this booty and the pirates aren't doing anything. But they got theirs. Well, we know what most of those pirates, we know what kind of booty those pirates wanted. <laughs> but they ain't getting that Indeed. booty. Indeed. So, By the way, okay, here, here, I got I got some problems with this movie. Hold on, let me let me let me air my grievances yeah, that's here. Fine, you don't have to okay, put on the brakes. So Just go. Patsu is like, all right, my uh, like my life's work is to make this plane and fly off to find uh, Lapita. Mm -hmm. It's like, are right, you'll never be able to come back. It's like, I right, whatever, whatever. I don't care about my dreams, my father's mission, my life goal. Screw it. Does it come back? Leaves all those people too. Those very, very nice family, his boss's family. Very yeah. nice people with Ponyo Kid. <laughs> um, very nice. Right. Then we go to. He did spot the Goliath, the the big airship. So yeah. technically, those pirates should have given him that ten gold pieces because he was the first. They probably one to did. Spot it. We don't know that they didn't. They don't show they it in the film. They should have. Yeah. They better have. I agree. I mean, that's. Kinda, I think they. It's kind of janky. I think they did. Last bit. Okay, so oh, oh crap! What's her name? Sheeta. Sheeta. Sheeta doesn't want anything to happen to this garden, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, "Yay, the garden's free!" And they see them kind of going up and floating up, and then at the end, we see it in space. Mm -hmm. All of those animals are now dead. Maybe they that once you hit that mystical... lower bit of the atmosphere. They're gone. Again, they're you're inventing rules dead. for a world we know nothing about. I know. I'm going to say they're dead. They could be dead. There was also but, like Saturn back there. There was a ring planet. Just speaking chilling. of that, 
I love those robots that were there. It's like the caretakers of this floating city called Laputa. Laputa. Golly. They're they're like Iron Giant robots, except cool and not stupid. Iron Giant y. Whoa. Are you saying Iron Giant is stupid? Oh, did I say Iron Giant was stupid? Yes, I did, because it's garbage. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Man, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Vin Diesel as a robot. That is one of the best animated feature films i've ever seen dude really let's not that's get one distracted. of the best animated Absolutely. features you've ever seen it is one of my very favorite wow movies. dude wow to you oh my gosh that ugh. all right everybody call out josh kane for hating iron giant because it's amazing yeah, anyway amazingly awful let's talk about these robots because they're awesome too um i think they're fantastic i really love the way that they move and and their proportions with those super long arms yeah and the neat little things that they can do and just the fact that they're kind of the caretakers of laputa and they kind of tend the garden and take care of the animals and blah blah blah. i just think it's a neat little thing and then the fact that there's like kind of one that's still operating on this lonely island all of, all by himself. It's just kind of a, a neat little romantic Do idea. Do you think it was Sandberg? Do I think it was what? Sandberg. I don't know what you mean. The lonely island joke. Oh, gosh. By the way. I did real, not connect that. Real quick. Sorry. Next movie. Can you please bring a more disturbing ice cube? Please. <laughs> I, I've, you mean distracting? Even not distracting, disturbing. not dis- it's also <laughs> disturbing because I, I'm sitting watching the movie and it looks like a cop pulled somebody over mm-hmm. off to my left yeah. because you have these obnoxiously stupid wow. flashing blue and red ice cubes. <laughs> hey man, my weekend started. I'm I don't care little, about your weekend. Little G and T with the colorful ice. But cube why in did it. you have to have? Why did you have to turn them on? You knew you were coming over here. Don't turn them on. Because I wanted it to be a little festive, man. Sorry for bringing Don't some do it festiveness. Again. Don't do it again. Uh, I clearly won't. If this won't. was the warrant, I would have thrown you out. <laughs> I would have been like, I would have snapped and be like, Yeah, but they have light ma'am. up drinks there. Yeah, but they don't pulse. Never. No. Oh. They just like they're just single color. They don't pulse. I'm sorry. Because I ruined that your night is with my super awesome ice cube. No. It's, even looking at it now, I'm fuming. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're so dark, Josh. Okay. So I think we did. I think we talked about the movie. We talked about. Yeah, I we think we covered it all. The, you made fun of the beak. Made fun uh, of the beak. We talked about the story. story we talked about good. the lovable pirates. Lovable pirates. Cool robots. Yep. I think we're good. I like those cool little fox things. I wish there yeah, had the been more end. of those. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I want to draw. Is I want to do an illustration of one of those robots with the greenery and moss. I think you should do it with. Like uh, I think you should and... do it with uh, Disney animals though. Like I, have I, like I, have Bambi there. I do that and like. I might uh, go through the Ghibli catalog, though, and do all the little cute little Ghibli that things. That would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to plan on doing that. And then you can sell that for $50 in your store, and you would make a mint. <laughs> nice. I might do it. So, how many Dipper Pines does this get? I'm going to give it four Dipper Pines. Nice. Very yeah. good. I'm Mainly because it made me want to go watch some more 80s anime. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching the whole, you know, them flying and you know the ships in the sky and everything made me want to watch Last Exile, which is one of okay. my favorite animes. Which is basically the same thing. It's does very it make you and... does it make you want to watch more Studio Ghibli? Because um, it's another one that you've liked. I don't know if anything could maybe be as good as what I've seen so far. Because I think, I think there's not could. a lot of more. I mean, there's not. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of more. Uh, a lot of more. I can't. Words are hard. I um, mean, I think we all know where you're going. There's not. There's, there's not, not a lot of much romance. more romance in there's the not catalog. Not a lot of romance. Well, there's unless, one that I'm going to show you. Unless you count you. Ponyo, but they're like no. five. The one that I'm showing in uh, anime is going to have a little bit of romance for you. It's not going to be Maybe. smooching all over the screen. Well, then the whole it's time. not romance josh (laughs) all right so my rating of this by the way why don't they just kiss there was no reason i threw my pen there was no reason (laughs) that they should not have kissed in this movie i think they did off screen i want an on-screen kiss (laughs) 
It's God. just like, uh, like it's Padma in, again. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, yeah, it, it, like Padma and uh, implied that uh, Ashikata and Sun got together. Uh-huh. Implied. Yeah. It's like, don't imply it. Just do it. Just do it. Just, you could give her a peck on the cheek. I don't care. Just, I want some sort of romantic gesture other yeah. than, oh, hey, I'm going to, we're going to be tied together and I'm going to grab you and I'm going to twirl you around and we're almost going to die. <laughs> they totally almost fell. Like they I said, did. only in anime would they not have fallen off that cliff. <laughs> that's that's pretty true. Sorry, what do you get? I agree. <laughs> that was quite the rant. Uh, for me, you know, I feel like since I really... I mean, Jackie and Marco just kissed on the last episode only... of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. They kissed and st- like... and Star got kind of... Oh, yeah, they, they did it a couple times. The... And Star got jealous and she like blew up the third... sign of this movie are you done yes all right 2.5 wow really yeah now it's only because i really just don't have fun with the first two-thirds of the movie it's only the last third of the movie for me that's really enjoyable i super love the last third so like that last 45 minutes or so is like a five for me but the rest of it is like a 1.5 so my overall for this is right dead center 2.5. I like it, but it's not one that I'm going to go to again and again and again very often because it's super long and I'm just waiting for that last third. I mean, heck, even Ladybug and Cat Noir kissed in one episode. Oh my gosh, it was a distraction go, thing, but they still did. <laughs> All right. I think we need to change the topic and go into our top Does five. Does Wendy ever kiss Dipper? I think she does. I think she kisses him on the cheek when she trades hats. I don't know. I'm 19% sure that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Full 19%? Full 19%. All right, dude. Let's do a top five. Robin kisses Starfire Uh, and Robin kiss like two or three times (laughs) in the original Teen Titans. I'm going to go get some dinner and let you continue to talk about cartoon kisses. I'll be back in an hour and a half trying to think of another one i mean they kiss in a lot of disney movies there's lots of loves true kisses yeah but we're not really talking about disney okay talking about good things (laughs) and now for another top five all right top five Five times. Top five. Top five. So we decided. That was probably really loud in their ears. I apologize. Uh, they're they're cool. Um, we decided that since we're doing Studio Ghibli's very first animated movie, the movie that launched one of the most world famous animation studios we know of, that we decided we would rank our top five animation studios. So, who goes first this week? It's you first. I go first? I went first last week. You're sounding disappointed already. Hmm? What, what's your deal over there? No, I'm good. No, you're good? I'm actually extremely hot right now. Oh, we can cool it off. You want to take a break? No, it's all good. All right, cool. Well, um, I got I'm, a little I'm over bit here animated in, in, my, that, in my in my hoodie and my two layers underneath that, so I'm, I'm nice and cozy over here. All right, so I'm first. My number four. This was really hard for me because... There are studios that I love that have very minimal output, and there are studios that have tons and tons of output that I love, and it's hard to compare them when it's like, well, this one has given me 20 movies that I like, and this one's given me a handful of movies that I like. But it's, it was really hard for me. So anyway, that being said, my number five pick has only done four feature animated films so far, and that's our friends up at Leica Studios. Nice. Number five. Oh, that's it? You're not going to continue on? I mean, what else? I mean, enough said, right? Oh, okay. I mean. Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls, Kubo, and the Two Strings. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. I mean, they're they're aces. They haven't failed yet. Okay. They're amazing. So, yeah. They, they reach my list even though they've only done four films. They're on my top five. All because right. I have absolute faith in them. Okay, okay, okay. I like Leica. There are an honorable mention for awesome. me. Good. Um, you know I play stop motion animation super. Like, it's like 2D, stop motion, then 3D for me. Yeah. 
So my number five, I went with Disney. Nice. Yeah. That's crazy low, but I'm glad nah, they're on your it's list. Not, it's not crazy low. <laughs> it is. No. I, I I'm glad they're on your list though. Yeah. I was afraid they weren't gonna be on your list. Uh, uh, I I put them on there just for you know childhood sakes. I mean, Lion King alone would put them on your list. Pretty right? much, yeah. yeah. And I mean, not really anything Hercules. like Lion King, Hercules, Bambi, Mulan, all those good ones. Where's the Bambi's thrown in Dude, there? I like Bambi's. I like Peter, I know. bro. It's weird. Is that it? Well, yeah, I guess Disney so. yeah. number five. All right, cool. In assassination classroom, Nagisa kisses uh, Kayano. Oh yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, yeah. But then at the end, they really don't kind of get together, which is kind of uh, very sad. That's a shame. Doesn't make sense. But yeah. she—it's weird because she does kind of touch her belly, so like she may be pregnant, but we don't actually know. What? You watch crazy things. It's man. very ambiguous. My number four is Shinji kisses Asuka in the Engineus Evangelion. She does kind of like hold her nose when they kiss, and then she says, "Gross," but. <laughs> Um, super romantic. Then at the end, he is choking her on that beach, and like she like touches his face, and I think calls him an idiot. No, or she says like stupid Shinji or something like that. And then the series ends. Wow, we good? We're good. All right, I'm sure you'll think of more. My number four is none other than Studio Ghibli from tonight's film. They're amazing. They have tons and tons of movies that I love, and. They had to be in my top five. Couldn't leave them out. Okay. My number four, I went with Studio Bones, animation studio, or anime studio. Yeah. Um, they did uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Darker Than Black, Eureka 7, Space Dandy, Soul Eater, Sword of the Stranger. Okay. Which, you know, Corey. Right. Um, and they also co-produced the Cowboy Bebop movie. Nice. Along with Sunrise. That's a fantastic studio. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that. Uh, there are many of those things you just mentioned that I'm aware of, and a couple of them I've seen. So, especially the Cowboy Bebop movie. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, cool. My number three. I'm coming back to domestic areas here, and that's none other than DreamWorks Animation. And basically, like, if you just take. Uh, Prince of Egypt, the Kung Fu Panda movies, and the How to Train Your Dragon movies. That in what itself, that in itself would have put it on my top five. Troll Hunters helps. I mean, that's a great. That, I I really enjoyed that first season, and I'm excited about season two. But yeah, DreamWorks, man. Prince of Egypt. Golly, what a great movie. It's like fantastic. It. Oh, and Road to El Dorado. I love that movie. What I mean, I, I could leave Shrek. Yeah, you could leave Shrek yeah. by the pile of yeah. road. What I lost. Honestly, <laughs> dude, it's weird. It's late. I can't do things this late. Um, my number three, I went with uh, Studio Madhouse. Oh, I never heard of it. Studio. Mm-hmm. They did uh, Black Lagoon, okay. High School of the Dead, uh, more recently One Punch Man, uh, Summer Wars. Oh, okay, I've seen Summer that. Wars. Yeah. Uh, Trigun, Wolf's, uh, Wolf Children, which... Ooh, I'm excited to watch yeah, that one. That's had, in our future. Uh, yeah, that's... Nice. Yeah. Um, and The Girl Who Lived Through Time. Okay, I've so heard of almost of good, all of those. A lot of good. Nice. I'm not 100% sure if they did Boy and the Beast. Oh, if they did. It's the same director, but uh, I don't know if it's the same studio. Man, that movie is I so would good. assume, considering he also did Summer Wars and Wolf Children... And the girl who left through time, mm-hmm. all three of them are the same director, so I would assume he did it. Right, but right. Don't quote me. Well, um, I'm sure my last two are going to be fairly transparent here. Uh, should be pretty obvious what my picks are going to be. Um, which one's which? My picks are going to be Pixar. Pixar. That's my number two. Pixar Animation Studios. Um, basically, they kill it with consistency. Um, there have been a couple that have fallen flat for me, um, really just three or four that I'm like, eh, but their animation quality is always super top notch and they've created some of my favorite films of all time. So, I mean, the Toy Story franchise, the Monsters franchise, the Cars franchise, and then you throw in like Incredibles up freaking amazing stuff, man. Nice. I, I love Pixar. Bugs Life. Ah, oh, A Bugs Life. So funny. 
Yeah. So Pixar, my number two. Nice. My number two, I went with uh, the Nickelodeon Animation Studios. Nice. So all those good classics like Doug and Rugrats mm-hmm. and Hey Arnold and yeah. Avatar and Korra and all that good stuff. Nice. Yeah. I haven't watched anything from them in a long time. But yeah. growing up, that was – it was – I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you talked a lot about it on the show in, in various episodes that we've had. And Nickelodeon always tends to come around for you. So I think uh, you had a lot more experience. Sokka and Suki kiss in Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> do, uh, does uh, Nauta and uh, Nina Mori, do they kiss in Fulutuli? Yeah, yeah. I think they kiss they, in there's tongue. There's tongue, man. No, there's not tongue. There's I think she does that thing tongue. where she holds his nose and kisses him too. Very, uh, I think. I don't know. I haven't seen that. What show is that? In a is that like a, a Japanese thing? Like boys stink. So I'm gonna hold my nose. I don't know, bro. I'm not Japanese. All right. Well, uh, yeah, but you're you're more experienced with their themes and tropes. I don't think so. No, I, I think me? that's just that. Yeah, you are. No, 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 no. I don't know. Oh, think you don't that's think that's thing. what it is? I don't think it's a thing. I got it. Well, I you think mentioned it twice a, on two. Well, I mean, because Fully Cooley likes to do a, uh, uh, you know, a lot of throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Like they do a whole bunch of stuff with uh, different anime, um, and they did a little bit where they uh, did some stuff from Evangelion. Mm-hmm. So it's very like, oh, okay, well, nice. They right. probably threw all kinds of references in there. Are we down to uh, honorable mentions? Your honorable mentions. We are. Okay, I have cool. none. So. You have none? I no. thought you said Laika was one. Sure, Laika and DreamWorks. There Jeez, you go. what a honorable jerk. Mentions. All right, so... Um, oh, and Sunrise for Bebop and Shampoo. This one was really, really, really hard for me to cut out, but um, my first honorable mention is Warner Brothers cartoons. Basically, the Looney Tunes cartoons from 39 to 60-whatever, when that ended... Man, that's some of my favorite stuff that's ever been created. And I just, like, like it just edged them out because I'm such a bigger fan of feature animation and stop motion at that level. It's just better to me than the Looney Tunes, but I'll always have a place in my heart for Looney Tunes. So the Warner, uh, what was it called? Warner Brothers Cartoons. Not to be confused with the Warner Animation Group. That's what came after the fact that has done like the feature animated stuff, which except for Lego Batman isn't as good as their cartoons, I don't think. And then I also have to give a shout out to my boys over at Ardman, boys and girls. Um, Ardman Animation Studio is one of my favorites. Wallace and Gromit, amazing. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so what do you got for your number one? My number one is obvious. It's the Disney Animation Studios. Um, They're tip-top. They're hard to beat. And in my book, they can't be beat. I think their track record, their catalog, it speaks for itself. So. Okay. For my number one. (laughs) You don't give two. No. Uh, you, I already said where they rank for me. My number one, I went with Warner Brothers Animation. Nice. Because, um, I mean, yeah, we've got Batman the Animated Series, PT yeah. and Brain, Batman Beyond, Teen Titans, Young Justice, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam's good. Uh, the Lego Movies, mm-hmm. Storks. Plus, you can also include in there pretty much everything from cartoon network oh really because they're all warner brothers all time warner huh. cable nice so nice courage the cowardly dog yeah so uh, that would be the I warner television studio well i, mean, I think it, is what it's, it's all under warner i know it's brothers under animation. that yeah. is it okay yeah so it it gets a little tricky because they're they have different umbrellas underneath yeah you know so yeah so i, I yeah, that's, that's why cool. we went just all of warner brothers yeah animation. i mean you can't talk about animation studios and not at some point talk about warner because they've been in the game for as long as disney almost mm-hmm. I mean, it's very close like they started looney tunes in 39 uh, but they'd been doing stuff before then i think like a couple years before then anyway yeah good picks man yeah I you know I I'm I, not I, aware of the anime studios like you are, but when you started mentioning some of the catalogs that some of those were, 
like I would have to definitely give honorable mention to a couple of those, like yeah. the ones that did Cowboy Bebop movie and um, um, Wolf Children Wolf and Children. Summer yeah. Wars, like that one too. That that's good stuff, man. Yeah, excellent They're, stuff. Yeah, they got some good stuff. I like it out there. So speaking of good stuff, man, we got some good stuff around the corner. Yeah, we do. So next month is a themed month for us. Yeah, next month is March, so we get March, March to, to the, the stars. stars. It's our sci-fi month. I'm totally pumped about this, man, because like like superhero comic book movies in animation, there I don't feel like there's enough science fiction feature animation. Well, we already did Padma. We did Padma. Padma already. Um, I mean, even this movie tonight is was kind of a pseudo steampunky sci-fi kind of thing, a little bit. All right, so in March we've got awesome sci-fi picks coming. Mm-hmm. We've got Wally. Yeah. We've got Titan AE, which I'm super excited to see because I haven't Titan seen it in like a. 20 years. And it's, I is, is, is it like it. Titan the Fonzie who was like, hey, hey. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then we're going to do Metropolis, which is a movie I've been wanting to show you forever. Uh, anime movie, which you like haven't seen. Like the 1920-something It's German loosely based one? on that silent film. Yeah, it's kind of its own take on that. So loose similarities. Except yeah. a really cute little anime girl on the cover. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Are um, we going to watch it on like your micro disc thing that it came with? <laughs> do we have a tray that it'll no. sit in? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Um, and then we're going to um, conclude the month with Treasure Planet. So we got a Pixar, we got a Fox, we got a whatever studio did Metropolis, and then we got a Disney. An so, AMA. Yeah, we got an AMA film. So I'm pumped about next month, yeah. and I think it'll be um, a really exciting themed month for us leading into our next month, which is Audience Appreciation April. Um, be so, sure and vote. You only have like one more yeah, day. Yeah, when to this get comes out, in. you'll only have one more day to get your entries in for the first round of entries. So, you know, go back and look at those posts for uh, Audience Appreciation April. Get your suggestions in because we're going to be picking your guys' suggestions for what we watch and discuss what we rank in our top fives for the whole month of April. It's going to be your picks. And if you get involved, then you're also going to get entries into our giveaway contest. Um, so we're going to have a prize package, which we'll be putting together over the next few weeks and teasing you guys about that. We got, so, one, we got one thing that we've uh, that I've, I've got done. We yeah, got a cool. Nice, nice, cool donation from somebody. Nice. I like and it. We'll announce it once I get it in and we start making everything. I'm excited, man. I think we're going to get some things from various different areas. We'll probably have some Disney, some anime, some some maybe some art some collectibles like it's going to be a neat little package and and we'll start to reveal that over the next few weeks so stay tuned and also stay tuned because there might be extra chances for you guys to enter this contest over the Mm -hmm. next month so look for our posts make sure you're following us make sure you're telling your friends it's gonna be awesome i was thinking for september we do super september that's not a bad idea yeah just because i like themes i like themes too so for Sue, we could just do all superhero stuff. So we could, it could do... could be Supertember. 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 Um, Can we do The Incredibles? Well, yeah, that would be a super thing. <laughs> yes. And then you said Megamind. Megamind, which is fantastic. Can't watch And then you wanted to again. do a DC and a Marvel, Yeah, right? I think we should do a DC and a Marvel. Okay. Just to, you know, I'd be throw interested in seeing one of those Spider-Man ones that you mentioned earlier that Batman went to ones? theaters. You were saying that Batman ones went to theaters. I thought you were saying that some of the Spider-Man ones Batman went, to went to theaters. Oh, I knew Batman: that. Mask of the Phantasm went to theaters, mm-hmm. and Killing Joke and Justice League went to theaters. Right. I don't know if any Spider-Man stuff. Oh, I thought that's what you said earlier. No. My bad. No. Well, we can find something to watch. I know they do some, lots of something weird. Straight to DVD. We can watch features. that cool MTV Spider-Man that came out like right as like Spider-Man. MTV Spider-Man. Yeah, it was like uh, when like it was either when Spider-Man Two or Spider-Man Three came out. MTV uh-huh. came out with one. I can't remember <laughs> who Spider-Man was. It was someone that you didn't think would be a good Spider-Man, but it was a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Was it MPH? Was it Kurt Loader? No, <laughs> it was not actually. You know, Shout out to old MTV. school VJs. Well, then let's watch Aeon Flux. Then that used to be on MTV too. Oh man, terrible! All right, dude. Well, you want to sign out? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh O'Kane. 
You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. You can follow the show on Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. Was that your tumbly rumbling? That was my time. I haven't <laughs> eaten dinner yet. <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook and Tumblr, just Animation Station Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to the website, animationstationpodcast.com. You can listen to all of our episodes if you click on the podcast tab. And you can listen to all of our episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. I think you covered it all. Yep. Nice. I think that's it. All right. Okay, so for the Animation Station, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Bye-bye, butterflies. Made you look. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 